Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is Data Science Behind the Journey from an Audience to a Customer. So what's the difference between an audience and a customer? An audience is someone who you can target your ad to, while a customer is someone you have already acquired and hopefully already a source of revenue to your company. The biggest challenge I've noticed nowadays is that a lot of brands who, in spite knowing their target audience categories, don't do anything to segment them or understand which segments are working the most and or understand optimal frequency analysis. Hence, data science to improve your targeting with an optimum budget becomes really key to eventually help your bottom line. To dwell further into this topic, I have Scott Coalfield as the guest on today's episode. Scott is a non-executive director at Help Market and has previously worked with companies like Bang Australia, NextGen ANZ, CA Technologies and NASDAQ. He is not only a pragmatic business leader, but also someone who is extremely passionate about the effective and authentic use of data to engage customers and prospects in a credible and meaningful way. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi Scott and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Fantastic. Thank you, Prashant, and uh, myself as well. Great. You know, so just before we begin our conversation, and ideally where even brands and companies should begin, is with understanding our audiences. So how do you believe audiences should be segmented uh, before brands start their, you know, top of the funnel communications to them? And ideally, you know, interests, personas, and channel affinity are some of the most common ways. So, do you agree with that? Um, no, I think if you if you look at segmentation and 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 the way that it's traditionally traditionally been done, I think that, that that's an outdated method. And I think that, given you know, technology and AI and ML pattern recognition, yeah, uh, you. Uh, do a much better job at segmenting your market. And I think it, it, most organizations, particularly in the B2B space, yeah. you know, they have a very finite audience. And if you can identify the specific companies by name yeah. and actual personas, so you've obviously got to do your persona um, mapping and understand the types of people you want. But if, if you know, you should be able to get down to saying, well, there's you know, two and a half thousand organizations that are a perfect fit for us in our particular market. And yeah. there's five people in, in each one of those organizations that generally get involved in that decision. Therefore, you know, there's, there's 12 and a half thousand people that we really need to build our brand with and we need to invest our resources and our money in focusing on those 12 and a half thousand people, hmm. not just broad segments. Yeah. Uh, because how you get, you know, your efficiency and your, and your better ROI. Yeah, yeah. True. You know, and, and just a very quick follow-up question to that is that does using DMP platforms make this process any simpler? And obviously keeping in mind, you know, all the, the data protection regulations across countries. Yeah, look, obviously um, data protections is, um, you know, a very Data regulation, privacy, GDPR is critical, and and I was going to chat about that, you know, obviously through this conversation. But um, I think the, the challenge is more around not so much getting the information, but making sure that if you take that information, you observe all of the rules and regulations around storing it and using it. Yeah. So being possession of the of the data is not necessarily an issue. 
it's how you use that data and how you protect that data is the critical issue. True. Yeah. You know, and just since we've actually covered the part where people are just your audiences initially, which is, you know, mainly top of the funnel activities that brands look at, what according to you should be a good journey to convert them into customers? Yeah, look, I think, you know, the, the, the way we sort of look at that, you know, and coming back to that audience, you, there's kind of a, there's a couple of ways we like to sort of talk about audiences. And obviously, depending on the activity and what you're selling, there's, there's some, some different things. But, you know, we have a total addressable market, as we all know. And yeah. then within that addressable market, we have this audience that we should be able to refine down better. And then, you know, it starts to be around... Um, you know, how do you start to use data to understand more about that audience mm. and um, using, um, you know, some of the digital information that's out there, particularly um, you know, uh, intent data, um, where you can start to, you know, if you've, that example I gave before, say about two and a half thousand target customers in a particular region, yeah. Yeah. start to monitor those companies using things like intent data, and then you can start to say, well, you know, there's some patterns with, you know, we see roughly between 10 and 15% of any market that seems to be, you know, researching and consuming content relevant to a specific solution. So, you know, if you've got two and a half, you know, thousand, all of a sudden you're down to 250 companies that really are actually, you know, in market. So the, yeah. the, 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 for us, it is around that, you know, that engagement strategy and how do you, if you've been able to identify organizations that are, you know, in market, you should have one engagement strategy that, you know, looks at your sales outreach, marketing support, you know, influences your strategy around if you're doing, you know, pay-per-click or paid social or programmatic that you, you never lose a bid for those particular companies. Yeah. And then you also still have your sort of mid to long term where you're looking at, you know, the rest of that audience and how you build your brand with them with a longer term view at some stage, they'll need your, your audience. So, um, you know, for us, it's around an engagement strategy. And, you know, then you come and then you start to look at your, your normal tools that you have for an engagement strategy around, you know, what is your content strategy? Um, you know, where do those people where, where will you find those people? So what channels are you going to use? Hmm. Um, and then, you know, really it comes down to being able to, you know, obviously if you've got experience in this, you'll have some information that you can collect so it will inform those decisions. Yeah. Um, if you're not measuring all that stuff, which, in, again, in my experience, there's a, <laughs> very few organisations that, are, you know, are, are measuring the things that they want to measure accurately because it... it, it Completely, it yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's usually made difficult by the fact that you know, even the most sophisticated organizations still don't have, you know, a chief data officer that's looking after, you know, or making sure that all the digital sales, marketing, support, customer success, finance data is in a great, beautiful, big data lake. And you can, you know, put queries into the data lake and get what you want. It just doesn't, yeah. just doesn't like that. So unfortunately, we're still struggling with the actual, you know, how do we get our hands on consistent and accurate data to make those decisions. Yeah, yeah. No, interesting. And I completely agree with with the fact that, uh, you know, there is a lot of scope that 
brands actually have to you know improve their results and what they're actually trying to get to uh and one thing that i've noticed in addition and realized that you know in spite of the most accurate targeting done when brands are looking at media buying on digital specifically there is always going to be a waste in impressions as sometimes your ad gets served to you know a wrong set of people uh so how could brands focus on optimal frequency analysis to help divert their budgets on to the people that are actually the most likely to convert into customers look uh, that's that is a, a huge challenge and I, i don't want to undermine the difficulty of that you know yeah my sort of guidance on that when when consulting with customers is is really using data tools you you know you should be able to be much more um targeted in in, in your in, in your advertising and going after specific audiences and you know even down to 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 domains uh in, in your in your in your marketing but the challenge that we have usually in most markets is those audiences are just too small i mean you know, and the, the machines and the algorithms whether it's you know facebook or you using a you know a, a, a proper you know dmp platform you know yeah. or you know one one of these is you need to buy a look like audience as well because you just don't have the scale when you try and be very targeted so it, it certainly is a um a, a challenge but again i i think if you look at some of the principles that should underlie what you're doing in in a data driven um you know initiative is is it is quality over quantity and you know looking at things like measuring you know not just clicks and impressions but you know who's actually well if you measure an impression you know also being able to measure where that impression was displayed and there is technology today that should be able to say well we've displayed this to the to our target audience because we can link a domain or an IP address and yeah. we can say you know, we've spent x 10 you know $10,000 in the last week on 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 advertising and we've actually been able to display that's our first metric is we've actually got an ad in front of this number of our target audience uh, yeah. and again you know I'm sure that's an above the line impression and not a below the line impression as sometimes uh, <laughs> um but i i do also believe that you know the the, the concept of um impressions is still it's a challenging metric to work with and it is something i think that as we evolve and we get better with technology and we have you know can use ai and big data to to analyze bigger sets of data um that the impression is a, it, it, it's something that is a a metric but its weighting should be very very low impressions is a is a metric that has you know doesn't hold a lot of value at a at a board level yeah. or at a at a at a, ma- at a senior management level yeah. unless it underpinned with conversions and and that carries that through because yeah. it's a bit of a i mean I, i you know i tend to form a group of people that calls it a bit of a vanity metric <laughs> yeah true it it actually is because uh 
I mean, your impressions or your number of impressions that's actually going to come in is correlated to the budget that you're spending. Uh, but just from a media planning perspective or a media buying perspective, I think that's where it plays a huge role because uh, your media spends are completely dependent on how many you know impressions you buy. Uh, and and actually, just coming back to you know the last the last thing that you just mentioned is uh, from in, impressions to conversions. And my, my next question is completely correlated to that. And brands tend to focus on attribution modeling for better understanding their brand communication effectiveness. So some brands, I believe, don't do this in the best way, uh, you know, by giving all the attribution weightage to either the first click or the last click. Uh, so what do you think is the best way to manage some kind of you know, things like this through maybe, as you mentioned earlier, AI systems or any other platforms? Yeah, look, I, I think, um, you know, attribution, like a lot of it, it's, it's a complex area. My, my, I think that the concept of a single touch or single click attribution, whether it's first or last, yeah. it's, just not cool. it's just not cool anymore. It's old. It's an old way of measuring things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it goes right back to you know early sort of uh, sort of two thousand and five, two thousand and six, when you know AdWords was only a couple of years old, and you had Facebook and Twitter were all new, and for the first time, you know, you had your your you had numerous digital channels, and that concept started then. Yeah. And, you know, you move you know forward, say let's call it fifteen years. Uh, I just think that as a model is um is a little bit old and 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 and, and you know they one of the things one of the real powers of the concept of big data and um you know the ai and and machine learning patterns is you don't need to measure samples anymore you can you can actually use the whole data set to measure um you know your anything you really want to so your ability to take all of that information and and you know apply some relatively simple machine learning, which you know it's out of the box buying stuff. Not if you write this yourself, um, allows you to really use all of those data points to um, you know to get full attribution. Yeah, uh, which is I personally think in today's sort of digital dynamic environment, you, you really do need to to measure as much as possible because it, it is a journey, you know, the whole attribution and the, the digital journey that a, a, a customer takes, it's part of the whole buyer's journey. And you, you are basically, I, I've heard this term before, um, you know, you, you're lying to your face. <laughs> if you, if you're <laughs> yeah. the first or last, it's just, you know, you know, it's not true. Um, yeah. Better than nothing, but um, you know, I think that comes to, and a lot of it comes back to you know what is it that you're trying to get out of your metric? You know, why are you measuring? Um, but you know, and 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 from a full full attribution model, you know, there's two there's two ways you can do it. There's there's a, a data driven and rules driven models. Um, you know, data for me, data driven is is a, is a much more um, accurate model, and it's much more dynamic. Yeah, um, but I, I do think it is still, you know, understanding that, you know, it is a an, a customer journey, so to speak. It's a digital journey that 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 someone's going. When you have to measure measure the whole journey, and you yeah. have to appreciate that it's constantly changing, and you have to measure it all the time and make you know changes all the time. Yeah, and 
you know you you did very very briefly mention better than nothing and i think that's where brands tend to actually a lot of brands actually tend to tend to lie in that space where they know that at the moment they're not completely ready to possibly implement more uh, data science attributions uh, so they tend to stick with either the first click or the last click but unfortunately uh, the time when they're supposed to grow and understand systems better i think that's where the biggest challenge comes where they tend to stick to that and it's and it's been quite a few years i mean google analytics started this multiple years ago uh, where they already had that in their system and along with first click and last click they also had you know uh, linear attribution and multi touch and things like that but still unfortunately we have a lot of brands still focusing on either first click or last click where again yeah. be- it's it's better than nothing but uh, still still it's not it's not showing us the right picture and look i think you know you know coming from an agency side where yeah. I, where i spend most of my time i've spent most of the last several years um, you know, it's it's easy to sit on the side and tell people what they should do. It's very different when you're the CMO sitting there and, you know, you've got a list of probably 30 or 40 things that you should be doing. Yeah. But you know that you've got to prioritise that list um, and, 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 you know, get stuff done that you think is most important. And quite often, you know, attribution is not in the top three. Um, hmm. However, I it's one of those uh, those um, areas that really, you know, if if you can find the time to prioritize it as a as a senior marketing executive, yeah, you are going to have some much better, you know, data and information to a to make some 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 very, you know, valuable changes to yeah. to to invest your money, and probably more important is also start to share some some better metrics um, with the other executives that, that you know, uh, supplies some, some really meaningful information. Yeah, yeah. Great. So just one final quick question uh, before we end this episode. Uh, we've been speaking about data through this entire conversation, you know, around audiences and then converting them into customers. How important is first-party data today and what do you think is going to be the future value uh, for all of this data for any brand or company? Well, I think that, that's a great, great, great question. And, uh, you know, my, my view is that the, the next evolution of, of marketing is going to be all about data. And I think that, you know, the terminology, if you look at that demand gen side, you know, it's, it's intelligence is the new lead. And I think if you look at, you know, first-party data is is critical. And uh, again, it's it surprises me in talking to you know very successful businesses um, with big infrastructure that you know they still don't really have a deep understanding of you know what who's coming to their website and what behaviour. Sure, yeah. you know, they might have some really good stuff coming off Google Analytics, but that tends to be what well, is anonymized. So it's that link between you know, the, your first party data, um, you know, the reason that in most instances, you've got to tell people that you, you've got cookies on your website is because you're going to collect some sort of PII, yeah. uh, which necessarily mean it's your name and email address, but you're collecting someone's IP address and you can link that back to a domain. So yeah. I think, you know, the concept of first party data, you know, it's always the most valuable data. And as an individual or as an organization, you know, if you've got the right setup, you can actually link that to specific 
you know, individuals and companies. So you've obviously then got the governance of that data. Um, you know, you need to disclose how you're going to collect it and what you're going to use it for and how you're going to protect it, etc. So yeah. I think that's a really critical piece. But I think the other critical piece, and again, it, it's probably a lot easier to use and get your hands on is, is, is some, some, some key third party data. Now we've talked about what before about intent data. I'm a, I'm a big believer in intent data. In isolation, it's, it's, it's sort of valuable, but if you map that back to your first party data, and I think that's, that, that, that provides an incredibly powerful um, uh, data source, you know, so it's a very different, different world out there um, at the moment. And, you know, to, to answer your question, I think, um, you know, if, if you're not using or on the path to starting to really think about, you know, how you collect your data, how you start to leverage your data um, to drive uh, an intelligence initiative uh, in your yeah. business, um, you're going to be left behind. Yeah, true. So thank you so much, uh, Scott, for coming on board and sharing. And in spite of the 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 storm in the background, I think we've we've done a reasonable job in in getting this recording out. Thanks, Prashant. And look, uh, again, really enjoyed the conversation. And um, I mean, I, I suppose I'd, I'd leave your listeners with one 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 little thought. And uh, you know, what I like to often say to people: uh, use use more data to do less marketing. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's man. a good one. Thanks, mate. Great. So for the rest of us, hope this episode was useful for you. And if you would like to know more about this topic, you can reach out to Scott on LinkedIn. And in case if you have any doubts, feedback, or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates. And one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.